0: I'm going to invite Jason and Kim here. Um, for those of you who are visiting, uh, or also part of our Canterbury family, you know uh, Jason, Kim, and Samuel uh, serve uh, the Lord Jesus in Timor Timo- Leste. Uh, they've been serving there for now two years. Is that right? Yeah, fifteen, 2015. Yeah. Okay, um, two years, and they've been serving. Uh, Jason particularly serves uh, MAF, um, and they're probably one of the two, the only two flights, two planes. I'm Trying to remember all the history. Two planes. <laughs> two planes that um, do medivac and a bunch of other things I'm sure, uh, which you'll hear from them. The reason why we uh, want to ask them to share is, besides updating what's going on in their lives, that we as a church believe in a God who's pursuing people relentlessly with his gracious love, and this is part of our opportunity if you hear that. So I'm going to stop talking, because you should hear from them rather than me, uh, and listen up, that's pretty cool. Thank
1: you. Thanks, Shubhu. Good morning, everyone. Shabuza said it all, so we'll see you after lunch. <laughs> just kidding. So uh, we'll just give a brief intro for those of you who don't know us and there's uh, always new faces every time we come back. So my name's Jason, my wife Kim. We have a son, Samuel, who's uh, out at Sunday school. He's seven. We've been working with MAF, Mission Aviation Fellowship, for six years now. Um, what was that? What was math? Good question. I'm glad you asked. AMAF is a faith-based non-profit organization that overcomes the uh, physical and geographical obstacles through aviation of thousands of isolated communities to help transform lives physically and spiritually in Jesus' name. These people might be living in the highlands of PNG, remote Arnhem Land, Bangladesh, Mongolia, Liberia, South Sudan, Chad, just to name a few countries that they work in. MAF, as uh, Shibu said, has also been working in Timor-Leste for the past 10 years, and uh, which is where we've been living and working for the past two. Before that, we were in Arnhem Land for four years. So what does MAF uh, do in Timor-Leste? What does it look like? Well, primarily, we work closely with the Ministry of Health to provide a medical evacuation service for people uh, in, uh, in the remote districts of Timor. People who are too injured or ill to survive the long and arduous journey into Dili. The roads are often rough and dangerous. Um, yeah. So, just to give you some perspective, that's Timor overlaid Victoria. It's not very big. Um, but Dili to Suai, that first arrow there, if you click again, is uh, roughly 70 kilometres. Can you click? Uh, that's it. It's about 70 kilometres, about the same distance from Bendigo to Shepparton. Um, but due to the terrain and bad conditions of the road, it can take anywhere between eight to ten hours to drive that road. By air we can have a patient back on the ground in Delhi in just over an hour and a half. So on average we do about 20 to 30 medivacs per month. <coughs> Over the past 10 years in the country, we've transported over 1,400 patients into the main hospital in Delhi. As followers of Christ, living in Timor, we have many opportunities to share and show God's love to those around us in practical ways. Poverty is very real. Um, in Timor, and many of the Medivac patients arrive in the plane with very little to help them through the hospital state. First-time mothers, who are experiencing complications before or after birth, may not even have another set of clothes for themselves or their child. So as math staff, this situation was um, quite distressing to us. So we we met this need through care packs. Um, they, comp- they contain things to eat and drink, deodorant, toothbrush, toothpaste, credit for a mobile phone, soap, towel, and even the Gospel of Mark in their own language. Each pack has a card attached to it explaining what it's about, and um, sorry, <laughs> and assuring them of God's love for them and that MAF are praying for them or the, our staff praying for them. It's got a phone number that they can call if we can assist them in any way. God has used these. These for his glory, the family of a man we flew to hospital as a result of a suicide attempt called us, asking him for prayer, which we did. Um, and aside from Medivacs, MAF also works alongside other NGOs, uh, providing charters for staff who need travel to the more rural areas of Timor. Organizations such as the Leprosy Mission, uh, USAID, Oxfam, Royal Australasian College of Surgeons often use our aircraft to travel to more remote destinations to Timor quickly and safely. Because of the financial resources that MAF sponsors that MAF has, they can provide these flights at a discounted rate. Recently in Timor we were able to transport the staff of UCB radio who were setting up aerials and receivers around the country. So these are the types of flights that we love to do when we work together with other Christian organizations to make Christ known throughout the nation. Sam, if any of you are wondering, is our energetic seven-year-old, soon to be grade two. He loves building things with Lego, dreaming of Lego, thinking about what he'll buy next with Lego. <laughs> he eats breeze for Lego. He likes soccer as well. opportunities to play at the beach with his friends. just going to hand over to Kim to uh, finish off.
2: So, so last time I was up here, I was we were going back to Timor, and I had no idea what God had in store for me or what I was going to do to fill my days. Well, I found out. Um, God found a place for me where I could use my teaching skills. I'm a teacher by training. At this place called Liman Hamutuk, which is a centre for disabled children, about 45 minutes drive from where we live in Dili, and it's a centre that's been set up and run by a Brazilian missionary. Uh, for local people in that area that have disabilities of all shapes and sizes. So every Wednesday myself and one of the other math wives go, go there and we, we run a school type program. Basic literacy, basic numeracy um, in Teton and in sign language. So trying to learn two languages and communicate in two languages. But most of the things that I teach there on a Wednesday I learn on Monday and Tuesday. Um, so the lesson planning for, for that's pretty huge. But it's a huge blessing to see um, students who get no other education. They, they can't go into mainstream schools. And so to see them learning and gaining confidence is such a blessing. At Lehman Humutuk, where, where I go, I met Mariana. Ooh. Mariana's about 10 years old and she was in that previous slide. She might be in the next one. I've just realised we've got the PowerPoint for tonight interspersed with the PowerPoint this morning. That's why you're getting random things. So she's about 10 years old, but she looks about six from her size. Two years ago, she was a moody, nervous little girl who wouldn't join in the class lessons or activities, preferring her own company. We assumed, and the staff told us, that she was deaf because she didn't make any interactions with people. She didn't seem to hear what was going on. And she didn't speak. But as we loved her, as we found ways to communicate with her, even though she wouldn't speak with us, we actually realised that we had a very intelligent young lady on our hands. Her self-confidence grew and she began to use the sign language we were teaching her and to interact with us more and more. A year ago, we had an audiologist come from Australia (laughs) to conduct a hearing test on Mariana. And she did this hearing test and then she said to us, she can hear you. No, 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 you've got the wrong student. She, she, she can't hear, no, she can hear you. She doesn't want you to know that she can hear you, but she can hear you. Now there's a whole lot of things about justice and how can a girl that's 10, year old, 10 years old not get a hearing test until she's that age, but we won't go there. Um, so all of a sudden our approach to her changed. We realised that she could hear us, so we spoke to her and we expected her to respond to us, not to speak to us, but to respond to us. And little by little, things changed. And one day when I was sitting doing maths with her and I was speaking to her and expecting her to answer me in sign while we were doing some maths activities, she spoke to me. Instead of answering me in sign, she whispered her answer, and I nearly fell off my chair. Um, But we realised that that she can actually speak. Why she doesn't speak all the time, Why? whether it's physical, whether it's psychological, we don't know, we still don't know. But we do know that as we've loved this little girl and as we've sought ways to communicate with her and, and just um, encouraged her, that she's different. Um, and that's what we love about being in Timor, that's what we love about working with these kids at this centre is that as we love them, they, they change um, and they become different. And so Marianne is just one of the, one of the children that we've got stories like that about. So that's, what we, that's a brief summary of what we do and why we do it because we believe that Jesus cares enough for each one of these people that he gave up his life for them and we want to make sure that they know that. So you too can be a part of what Math's doing in Timor. My assistant... Uh, we have new prayer cards. We've got a new face to go on your fridge. And I even fashion coordinated. I didn't realise I did that. So <laughs> with, these, with these prayer cards, they can help you join our newsletter. So if you're not on our mailing list and don't get emails from us every couple of months and you would like to, this is the place where you can fill that out. Or there's a sheet on the table over there. It also allows you to give financially towards math. All math staff need financial support to do the work that they do. And we're so thankful for God's faithfulness in providing financial supporters over the last six years. In math, many of whom are sitting in this room. So thank you very much. If you'd like to contribute in this way, the details are in here. But more importantly, these pray cards remind you to pray for us and with us. There are many challenges to living in Timor. Today's just been a short summary. Would you be willing to pray for us for our health? For safety as Jason, as for... For safety for Jason as he flies the plane around mountains and stormy weather and all sorts of scary things. For safety for us as we travel on roads that, as we said before, are often dangerous, bumpy, and badly made. For the struggles that we have with government departments to get visas, it recently took us eight months to get visas to stay in the country for another two years. And that means leaving the country regularly and a whole lot of paperwork and stress. but, our, but prayers, most importantly, that God will empower us through his spirit to do the will and the purposes that he has for us in this place. So thanks. We'll talk more at lunch? Maybe.
0: Um, we're going to invite the pastors and elders to come up. Uh, we're going to pray for these guys. It would be great. Um, so, as JC Kim shared, uh, we're going to have a bit of a potluck lunch uh, straight after the service at 12.30. The aim of that lunchtime is actually kind of just hanging out with them. Uh, you're going to hear probably a bit more in detail of the opportunity for you to ask any questions that you have. If you're someone who's like, oh, no, I didn't bring lunch, that's okay, we'll work it out. The main thing is as long as these guys eat, as Samuel eats, that's the main thing. Everyone else, you can fast for an hour. Um, um, So we'd love for you to um, join us if that's possible. Uh, I'm going to pray for them. Would you um, pray with me? Lord Jesus, we want to thank you for Jason, Kim, and Samuel. Firstly, we want to thank you that you've saved uh, them and made them your sons and daughters. We thank you that you have called them out to Timor-Leste. We thank you for the last couple of years as you've been building friendships and relationships in their communities. Even in the flights that Jason's had and in conversations as he's been able to do. Even for the ministry MAF and how they are serving practical needs but also opportunities to open conversations about you and your love for these group of people. But we know that we are in a spiritual battle. And we pray for your continued protection over Jason, Kim, and Samuel. We pray for your grace and hand on them in every season of their lives and that you will continue to provide for them what they need. We pray firstly that you would refresh their hearts in the gospel. They will continue to grow in their love for you and for one another as they love and serve others around them. Pray for Samuel as he serves with mum and dad. Pray that this will implement into his heart, a heart for your love and for, for the lost. And pray for us as a church, maybe even this morning, there are people sitting here wondering what to do with their lives and considering where you might have them in this season. May this stir our hearts to join in your mission in reaching the world. We thank you for them. We thank you for your faithfulness. And we thank you that you're a God who loves the nations and continue to reach them. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.